0: Welcome, everyone, to Mind Games with Garen Emig, weekly podcast that asks listeners to think as well as enjoy sports. Think about them, learn from them if we can. Today, it's about learning from and about the Hutchins brothers, Sam and Ben Hutchins, covering the Oklahoma State Cowboys for selloutcrowd.com, a revolutionary Oklahoma sports venture. I don't use that term lightly. We really do think this is a game changer. We want you to get to the site, check out everyone's content. We've loaded you down. A lot of good college football related to the Cowboys and the Sooners right out of the gate. Today on this show, we're going to focus on the Cowboys, and in particular on Ben and Sam, who I want uh, listeners and viewers to get to know, as, as I am. Uh, I've known you guys for a while, not quite as long as I've known some of my other colleagues on this sellout venture. And so I thought we would use our time together to have a little fun and also uh, enlighten, enlighten the crowd. Uh, thanks very much, guys, first of all, for coming on. Good to see you.
1: I'll, I'll just say, I'm I'm kind of concerned to be on here, Sam. I mean, I don't know about you. Garen asked the best questions you know, out of anybody. So what's he going to get out of us? Like, I I, I don't know. We're, we're all going to be in for something here. Thanks for the kind introduction, Garen. You, you were always nice to us when we were student journalists. So now that we're co-workers and uh, a part of a great team together, we, we are very excited about it.
0: I promise not to grill you like I occasionally grill the football coach over in Stillwater, who, by the way, and you know what? We ought to start with Mike Gundy because – Mike gets a kick out of you. You've noticed that, right? He really enjoys, I think, the the back and forth between you guys. He likes to have fun with the, uh, shall we say, the younger crowd in the OSUB. Seems to enjoy exploring those angles with you, too. Do you, do you enjoy him as much as he enjoys you? Uh, right out of the gate. Let's get that taken care of.
1: People ask that a lot. What's it like to cover Gundy and all that? And Ben, I always just resort back to the word "fun." It's a lot of fun. We'll go eat our McAllister sandwich every Monday, and um, you know, settle in for the Gundy press conference. And you have no idea what he's going to say. And uh, it, he'll, he'll, for the most part, be pretty straight w- with your questions and tell some stories that make it a lot of fun. A lot of times he tells history stories and, and things that I don't really know about. So, so it's, it's a lot of fun as a younger guy to, for him to, oh, well, I'll give you an example. One time Barry Sanders did this and um, it, his press conferences can lead a lot of different directions. But, yeah, I think it is a lot of fun to cover him. What, what do you think? What, what's it going to take for us? Maybe, Sam, we got to you know, work on a, a beard or something to, to not get hit with the, well, you know, you're too young, but it's like some, some of this stuff. I mean, Mike, I mean, you're, you're talking about 2011. I was, I was kind of kind of getting into college football then maybe, maybe I got to work on a beard to, to stop that question, but yeah. it is a lot of fun. And I'll just say when I watch like a Brent Venables conference or something where you're there for 30 minutes and uh, you know, a million words are said, but yeah. not nothing behind them. Um, it yeah. makes me thankful uh, to be uh, covering a coach where, You always got to have your phone out recording because you never know what's gonna happen.
0: I think here's here's the best thing you guys do in terms of the beat. You take the edge off because when it's mid-November and everyone's kind of sick of each other, you know the 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 press corps and the and the head coach they've been covering for three months now, and it's you know it's every not every day not anymore. It used to be every day, fellas. There was a time, believe me. Um, Now it's every week, and if things especially especially if things don't go right like they didn't for the Cowboys down the stretch last year. You're looking for excuse to sort of wade into the difficult questions, right? To tiptoe around some of the more controversial topics. And I think just having twin brothers on the beat is is, is just inherently disarming of, of of someone like Mike.
1: Isn't it crazy, Garen? The last two years, the press has, has gotten to see two different sides of Mike Gundy. He's actually, uh, he, I did a little research today. He's on his biggest, um, his biggest, margin of wins across two seasons mm-hmm. he's he was coming off a 12 win season last year and to to get uh it was seven and six the cowboys finished a season ago so that's that's a five win spread that uh, yeah. there's never been that much uh d- disparity between two seasons under Mike Gundy's tenure so it's he, he's in a big year and um I, I guess I imagine it'll you know water will
0: find this level and maybe the cowboys finish somewhere in between there but I'm curious to see what you guys think of that I don't know what does th- I was I just did a show earlier today with our friend Eli Letterman who covers the Sooners for us and I said that the most accurate thing that came out of Mike's mouth all August has been what he said in response to a question about the Big 12 preseason poll and OSU's place in that poll and he 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 shot back nobody knows anything about this league and and he's right I mean it, he wasn't deflecting away from where the Cowboys were picked he was being Point blank honest. You'd be you'd be nuts to, 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 to say that, you know, anything about what's going to happen over the next three months, especially when it comes to the Big 12. I think and that positions OSU maybe better than you might think with all of the questions about this team, just because they've got as much of a shot as just about anyone else, I, I would say. What do you think, guys? On our
1: podcast, podcast, Ben and I both picked Oklahoma State to, I mean, at least to beat what Vegas thinks they'll do. Vegas has them at six and a half wins, and Ben and I both think they'll be over that, but you're right, Garen. No one knows. Let's take the quarterback room. No one knows if Alan Bowman is going to be the guy who is the only active quarterback to have a 600-yard game. He did that, but Alan Bowman was also kind of in the fourth stringer range at Michigan. Granted, that was a loaded room, but... You know, Bowman's only thrown 11 passes in the last two years. If Bowman is the guy, who knows what he'll be. So I think Oklahoma State especially, it's uh,
0: there, there's a wide range of outcomes here. Yeah. We do think, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt.
1: I, I was just going to echo what Sam said. I think even in these last five years, we've seen more parity in the Big 12.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and even with, you know, what Sam talked about, OSU going from 12 wins to 7 wins. Like, it, it's even happening here in Stillwater. So there's certainly... You know, pe- people could think, I mean, somebody thinks OSU is going to be the best team in the league. OSU had one vote uh, to, to win the conference. So so I, I don't think anybody really knows, though.
0: You guys do think Bowman's a starter, right? I do. That's that's
1: the general that's, feel, I think. Yeah. Um, people in, you know, NFL training camp, they like to talk about, you know, just like the general feel around players. And, and I mm-hmm. think since, you know, the winter when Bowman was brought in, it kind of felt like he was supposed to be starter. Um, but I, I have heard, and I, and I do know, Garen, that Garrett Rangel is not making this an easy decision. He's mm-hmm. he's not he's not a pushover in that role. Um, I think I think uh, Bowman's gonna get the start, but I definitely think we'll see uh, Rangel on Saturday. It kind of harkens to, it harkens back to twenty nineteen a little bit when the Cowboys okay. were playing at Oregon State, and it was supposed to be a, a quarterback battle there, but Spencer Sanders came out and played so well in that first quarter they That's couldn't right. take him out. Um, ben and I aren't expecting that situation against Central Arkansas um, when the Cowboys play on Saturday.
0: We're expecting both guys to to get a shot there. Gosh, that game in Oregon State feels like 20 years ago, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, I mean, anything before the pandemic feels like 20 years ago. But yeah. Yeah. that's when we had that was like Sanders' debut, wasn't it? Oregon, that was his first game. That's right. First, like, first of like seventy-eight games as a yeah, starting quarterback. And,
1: and the unspoken, I bring that example up, but the unspoken thing about that is, well, Oklahoma State's off or defense was so bad in that game, Oregon State was keeping it close, so Gundy probably couldn't fool around. You know, maybe yeah. uh, you know, he couldn't take Sanders out just because. I mean, I don't, I don't, we can't afford uh, s- some bad quarterback plays. So yeah. I don't think central Arkansas will be as competitive. And I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Gunnar Gundy gets, get some snaps too. So uh, it, it, <laughs> Mike said multiple. And when Barry asked him, Hey, d- does that mean two or three? We we wouldn't get that, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm definitely expecting uh, Bowman and, and Rankell to play pretty substantial amounts.
0: Who's under more pressure to succeed Uh, with regard to OSU's offense this year? Because it always feels like it always starts with a quarterback, but because we're not even 100% sure that it's Bowman's job, does all of the weight then fall on Casey Dunn? I mean, go ahead, I
1: I, I thought about where we were at last season, with the way last season ended at the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. And, I mean, Casey Dunn was kind of the guy firmly in the crosshairs. Everybody was thinking about Casey Dunn and uh, mm-hmm. In that whole scenario. And then after an entire offseason, that just kind of just naturally fades away. Um, and is is that, you know, warranted? Like, like should we still be having Casey Dunn in the forefront of our minds? Maybe so. Um, and, Garrett, I only think it's going to take a couple bad offensive performances, um, yeah. maybe a couple, uh, you know, running back draws in, in th- on third down that the fans don't like. Uh, in yeah. those discussions, they're going to come right back to the front. Yeah. So I, I think. If you had to pinpoint a guy right now, it, it would be Casey Done.
0: Okay. I about you know the what offensive
1: line too. I'll throw that down. They caught a lot of heat last year, so I don't know if you want to uh, talk about that whole unit or, or w- what. But I think the offensive line ca- caught a lot of heat, especially from mm-hmm. the podium fr- from Mike Gundy, who's yep. pretty honest as far as that goes. Of hey, you know, injuries, just it's a shuffle, and he, he people would ask, hey, the the running backs are only averaging, you know. Two yards a carry or whatever, and he'd say, "Well, there, there's nowhere for him to run." I'm, I'm kind of proud of him for that. So, the offensive line is expected to be better this year. Oklahoma State's getting some guys back from injury, but uh, I'd throw the offensive line out there too as a unit with sure. Dunn as the two uh, groups that could catch the most heat.
0: Well, I tell you what, when you next week, if if we talk next week, uh, it's probably worth spending a, a lot more time on the specific game because it looks it looks like uh, when you go to a Power Five road game, even against a program that's had its share of problems like Arizona State has. It gets your attention. I don't know if Central Arkansas is going to serve that purpose for us. It's more about what OSU does, I think, Saturday night in Stillwater than, than the final score or anything that UCA throws out there. So if you're cool with this, let's put the uh, analysis of, of OSU football on hold and just spend the rest of our time together talking about you two if it's cool sure. who whose idea was it to to be a sports writer first or was or is this like everything else and it was like same time you know bolt of lightning type deal
1: sam i'll say i think i had the first byline at the Uh um, that's true with our with our staff starting back in 2019 but i think sam was the first twin um to really maybe make that full-time commitment to writing, we both came in. Garen, wanted to be play-by-play broadcasters. Uh, that was always um, our goal. That's why that's why we were in sports media in college. Uh, we we wanted to be uh, radio play-by-play broadcasters, and we just got involved with the writing side and figured how much fun that was. And here we are. What, what happened? Our, our senior or our, our freshman year was 2019, and then when 2020 the pandemic happens, a lot of a lot of things got shut down, and mm-hmm. really. Where Ben and I saw as sophomores just kind of starting to develop, you know, in the sports media program was we feel like the majority of the press passes available, the majority of the opportunities, the way to get into press conferences is writing. So so Ben and I picked it up and I don't think we expected to like it as much as we did, but <laughs> no. we got on with a, a good staff of writers <laughs> where uh, um, some some of the guys we learned, for, we learned from are now covering the... Um, New, new jersey devils or we we have a a couple other sports writer buddies that um cover oklahoma state or, or do do big things elsewhere so we got on board with a good crew and stuck with it and looked at the end and thought wow we just kind of want to get another job doing this you know so yeah. <laughs> grateful to be a part of sellout crowd
0: that's so cool uh, i love that um you were both well, what, still was, right? what was your
1: first thing did, did you always grow up wanting to be a writer garen what, what did you uh, want to be as a it kid?
0: had to be sports Everyone should do a job they love. I mean, if perfect, everything being right, everyone should do something they truly love. And I knew that whatever it was going to be had to do with sports because that was that was sort of my my passion. Um, writing was something I was good at. It wasn't really a passion until I was able to figure out a way to sort of meld the two. I'll, sure, I'll, I'll put it that way. My, my dad uh, has been in the past uh, an English professor at, at OSU even. And so I, you know, I sort of, inherited that that gene uh the the sports came from a combination of again family uh family interest and then my own uh my own either knack or interest knack for it or interest in it but uh yeah again message here is do something you love yeah even if it doesn't make you rich and journalism ain't exactly how to get rich um how often do you read each other's stuff and get into arguments over each other's stuff or is it is it pure brotherly love when it comes to the editing process in the Hutchins office?
1: I'll tease our new column Wombmates. Uh, that's something we're starting with the sellout <laughs> crowd. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite the name. Um, and that's a place that. where we actually hash out some of our sports arguments that we've been having uh, our entire lives where, you know, we'll, we'll, put a few topics in there, something that we disagree on um, <laughs> and, uh, and we'll hash it out. So I think, um, I don't know. I, I agree with most of the stuff Sam writes generally, but I would, I would shout a out things. our mom on this. Ben and I, uh, a big background in our lives where we, we were homeschooled along with our younger brother, David. And okay. so the three of us, our, our mom always told us, you know, you can't hang out with any of your friends. You can't have any friends until you learn to be friends with your siblings. So Ben and oh. I are, are very close and a lot of people say surely you fight or disagree or wouldn't want to be roommates after you know 21 years and living together in college but here we are and when we want it and um we're close to the younger brother too so we we really learned from an early age when you're homeschooled just go play with your brothers and, and be friends with them and it's translated uh well to the adult world which is nice so you guys still live with each other that's right we're planning on uh Getting a place up in Stillwater, of course, to be okay. uh, closer to the beat we cover. So, working on that right now, but we're planning on moving in together.
0: You've always lived together, is what you're telling me, through through college and and now prof- uh, career professionally, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, it was it was a big uh, it was a big kind of thing in in our house, Garen. Um, it was a big day when we were uh, moving from Texas, and the realtor said, "Hey, we need to split the guys up. So, Ben and Sam, you have to have your own separate rooms, um, and the Lego room, our playroom went went." Uh, went into a bedroom for a little bit so that was a sad day that was the first time we we had separate rooms um was when the lego room got dissolved for a little bit um but yeah moving on giving up. those up we'll have separate rooms and we we yeah. enjoy that space a little bit now but uh yeah we're, we're we're more than happy rooming together
0: do you have a lego room now it's,
1: it's split it, up we still have you know our, our claim to fame garen's having the lego death star i, I don't know if you're, you're in that world <laughs> or not but um uh, for for uh you know Six percent of the audience that grew up looking at the Lego catalogs, having the Lego Death Star and uh, getting to build it w- with Ben and our younger brother. That was uh, <laughs> that that made us celebrities running around. Oh, so it's, that's so cool. It's awesome to look at. We uh, we, we still like Star Wars and, and Legos and cannot wait to uh, crack those open with, with my kids.
0: OK, I got to ask and I'll start with Ben. Ben, what's one thing that you need Sam to work on in terms of being a housemate? Let's get oh. this out.
1: Oh, my gosh. OK. Um, Sam needs to be a little bit handier around the house, Garren. I think um, when when the garbage disposal is a little, um, it's a little clogged or whatever, it's it's kind of always me getting down there and you know using my one Allen wrench to try and figure out how I can use this one tool um, and do a bunch of different things with it. So Sam, if if you could take a little bit of the handy burden off of me, that'd be much appreciated.
0: Okay, Sam fair's fair. What can Ben do to help? What can Ben do better or differently around the house? I'm, I'm more of the dishes guy
1: and and not to uh, completely throw a bin under the rug because he certainly does take care of a lot of the chores and um, you know he, he's great at all that but I, uh, even my mom will tell you S- Sam's more of the dishes guy and I guess I kind of enjoy popping in a podcast or you know just uh, just scrubbing away and um, I, I feel like if, if it was a pie chart I'd probably do 60 or 70 percent of the dishes but okay. I mean heck even having a roommate who uh, who helps at all is great. So it's uh, it's yeah. it's a communal communal yeah. way of being, I get everything done, but it works out pretty well.
0: Do you guys know anyone, any other uh, pair of twins who who will cover a beat? Have you ever heard of anything, anyone else doing this? Any anywhere else? I I know there's a set of
1: twins doing play by play in minor league baseball. Okay. Um, and they have a really cool story. Um, It's a family thing there, um, and I can't remember. I think they're with maybe amarillo sod poodles. Um, so, like, I see that story and I think, wow, like, that's what Sam and I originally sought out to be doing. Yeah. Um, and it's cool to see another pair of twins doing that. I've never met them, um, But as far as covering a beat for a written publication, I, I haven't heard of any.
0: Yeah. I don't think it exists. This is, this, I mean, you're, you're making history is what I'm telling you. We're making, we're all making history at Sellout Crowd, but you guys are truly making history, right?
1: I haven't really thought of it like that. But I, I imagine so. Yeah. yeah, I'd be happy to, you know, I'd be happy to share the title if we could meet other identical <laughs> twins that do it. That, that'd be pretty cool. But I guess if we're the uh, torchbearers in that, that, that's a cool spot to be, too. Garen, growing up, you know, not even growing up, but in these last few years, as you go through high, high school and college, everyone always asked you as twins, oh, what's it going to be like when you guys split apart? What's it going to be like when you guys, yeah. you know, you know, leave, you know, go out and do your separate things? And well, we did a little bit of that after uh, college, we both had journalism jobs, but. Now with sellout and working together and covering the same beat together, we're really finding out that you don't necessarily have to move apart. I mean, right. why, why is that a, a formality? So yeah. it's it's a blessing, you know. While while we have it, certainly uh, something to be to be thankful for. It's That's so kind cool. of cool.
0: That's cool. All right, well, finish where we started back on OSU, but you sort of through your eyes. Favorite part of the of the beat? What's your favorite part of your job?
1: You know, I I think, I, I think it's cool for me getting to see. all all these all these different stadiums and places and and meet different people Mm -hmm. um i remember my first trip right writing for the the oklahoma state student paper and it it was going to ames and and it was awesome just to see a, a place that i guess you don't even think of as a real spot it's just a place on tv that that you you see uh you know once a saturday and mm-hmm. just to get to go up and walk through the huge tailgate and smell all the smells and see what their press box is like. and smells like Bush see... Light
0: in Ames, by the
1: way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but but just, just get to see what, what all their chants are like. So it's, it's really cool to me to, to see Big 12 Country a little bit. And as it expands, you know, I, I've been excited to, to even get to tick off more places on, on my checklist. But um yeah you're, you're traveling w- with great people you're, you're all your co-workers you know everyone can talk about th- the ball game last night or how your fantasy team's doing and um so it's there's a great bond between sports writers that i appreciate and to get to do something cool where i, th- I think you're right garen it, it really doesn't feel like work and that's not all the time but just to wake up with so much excitement for the day is uh is such a blessing
0: yeah then
1: not doing the same thing every day i've i've been yeah. on you know, I've been on the clock. I've, I've worked a, a warehouse job and being able to wake up in the morning and know exactly what you're going to be doing at 345 that afternoon um, is not something I wanted to be doing the rest of my life. So I love the the parody, um, the, the differences yeah. and, and just the uniqueness that comes with each day.
0: That's fantastic. Again, back to got to do what you love, right? Otherwise, what, what's the point of having a job to begin with? That's beautiful. Uh, you guys have your own show, right? This is true. That's right. Uh, OSU
1: is the name we came up with.
0: Two on OSU. Okay. I, I I thought that was where you were headed. So let's go ahead and promote that. You guys will be doing your own thing like everyone else with Sellout Crowd as we move through the season and we get this thing up and running. Good luck with that. I know you're going to kill it. Uh, you've already killed it with, with your work at the Ocali on the beat. You'll do it for us. It's really cool to have you guys aboard. And it's great to learn a little bit more about uh, the, the people behind the byline, shall we say. So thanks, thanks very much for coming on, fellas. Appreciate it.